This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello, everybody. This is the Straight from the Net podcast, and I'm Danielle. And I'm Jamie. Oh, it's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So you'll actually hear this next Sunday, but it's this Sunday. <laughs> it's now the, the other Sunday. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I had a reason why I, start, I started it that way, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. It now, is though. Sunday, October 6th. <laughs> it's approximately 72 degrees outside. And that is your weather on the 9th. At no. 1.41 p.m. <laughs> Do you know where your kids are? Oh my god. So we need to start out um oh, with gotcha. an apology. So No, it's not so much of an apology. It's not so much as a It's just a, it's a sad announcement. It's a sad announcement. Um we did ask if anybody knew where Donald Barber was to please let us know and unfortunately we found out that Donald Barber did pass away and he was a big part of our childhood and we'd like to, you know, send our condolences out to his family and let them know how sorry we are that we kind of poked a little fun and it was all out of love because he was a friend of ours and we're very saddened by the news. It was really sad. Like, actually, when somebody brought it to my attention, I was like, <sighs> I was like oh, wow, I feel like a dick now. Right. I, I feel like, like the biggest dick ever. We fucking suck. We fucking suck at life right now. But it was, it really was as fun because, I mean, we, we did grow up in the court, in the Glasgow trailer court, or you were in the Mont, but, I mean, it was basically the same thing. It was in the hood. It was in the hood. We both lived in the hood. But you know I did I mean? see it a uh, meme the other day. My friend Allison posted that said the hardest hood I've ever grow- I've ever had to live in is adulthood. It's adulthood. I know. I actually saw that too, and I'm like, And that is true. It is so true. But, um, so in that vein, we all, well, we all, <laughs> me and Jamie, we all are me and Jamie. Us um, too. Would like to say we we really didn't mean to say anything terrible. We would have never thought to even think that he would be gone so young and all that stuff to even think about it. And actually, if anything, we were like really excited, hoping that maybe somehow this news would have gotten out to the podcast and he would have like wrote in or whatever or said, "Hey, I remember you guys too." That we could have like had him on the podcast and like you know poked fun at his mom then or whatever and just you know funny things from when we were growing up and have a blast from the past. And it's kind of sad that we're not gonna be able to do that now. Yes. So, so yeah, we're, we're sorry for being dicks in that, in that way. Is that yeah. better? Yeah, I think that's good. That's good? That's, that's an better? efficient apology. It's an efficient one? Yeah. We're good. We are? Okay. I, I mean, we're still going to hell, but not for that. I, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to hell. I don't like, know. I do a lot of charity work. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of good for a lot of people. I don't think I'm going to hell. No. They're going to be like, you know what, Jamie? You did some fucked up shit, but you balanced out pretty nice. So we're not going to send you to, like, great heaven. We're going to send <laughs> you to, like... Intermediate. Intermediate heaven. Yeah, like... Like, where you got to go back and do this life all over not again. Not, like, heaven projects, <laughs> but heaven, like, middle class. <laughs> uh, just what above is... the heaven poverty line. <laughs> and what exactly would that look like? Can we just dive in on that a little bit? What would heaven just above the... Property line look like? It would look like Brookside. It would look like home. <laughs> I'd have me like a three bedroom ranch. <laughs> no basement. One base. One bathroom. Yeah, no basement. Seven people. Seven people living in there. One bathroom. <laughs> no air conditioning. Oh, my <laughs> you God. always have chub rub in the summertime. No, I. But don't. you look forward to like you know hell above the poverty line fall. Right. Because you know, it's fall time. You're like, well, it's all right. We're back again. So it's just Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Delaware. 
<laughs> a place to be hell above the poverty line. Imagine them putting that on the back of the... <laughs> Heaven above the poverty line. Just above the poverty line. <laughs> I can't believe... <laughs> this is why we do this, people. Because uh, we're fucking... <laughs> Danielle thinks I'm hysterical. I do think you're hysterical, but, you know, speaking of, um, like, (laughs) knowing each other for so long as as we have, and especially now that I'm writing that book, you know, about kind of going back to high school or whatever, um, somebody posted this, and it was the funniest thing. It says, back in high school, this one kid and I hated each other, and one day he randomly gave me a $25 card to Texas Roadhouse. I was like, wow, okay, maybe you're not so bad. I go to Texas Roadhouse and eat a $25 meal, only to find out he put $1 on the card and wrote $25 on it. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I have never had, like, a frenemy, I don't think, really before. Oh, maybe Carrie was a frenemy. Yeah, but you're friends now. Like, yeah, she, like, but she, I guess she, she might have been a frenemy. She's like, books. I know, which was By so the way, sweet. Carrie's my sister. I love her, but she's crazy, but I love her. I know, but I'm like, I don't know if I really had, like, frenemies necessarily, but that's, like, a really good prank. Mm. Isn't it kind of like a really good prank? I don't know. So speaking of fucked up things at restaurants. <laughs> so I'm reading this 20words.com. And it's an article by Bryce Perry George. And this kid looks like he could have been a Jonas Brothers. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, he's a vegan. And uh. it says, vegans, you either love them or hate them. I'm sorry, but there seems to be a little middle ground when it comes to the subject of veganism. And people who choose to love their way of life. But at the end of the day, that choice does come from a place of passion, as many vegans do not want to be fed by what some people would call animal cruelty. Mm, right. So it is understandable when practicing vegan becomes a someone practicing <coughs> vegan becomes upset because a food chain does not take their benef- belief seriously. Or when they completely ignore their lifestyle in general. Mm. Until they start <laughs> and still serve them vegan unfriendly products to consume. Something which recently happened in a pizza hut in Plymouth. In the UK. So there was this young vegan, and he was heartbroken to, broken to learn that he had consumed a dairy product. This little fucker asked for ice cream. And I don't know if y'all seen... <laughs> he asked for ice cream and then got upset that it was yes, actual ice cream? and I don't know if you all have seen um, Scott Pilgrim, but there's a, there's a scene in it where the guy who's a vegan gets his power ripped away by the vegan police because he was like, you had gelato. And he was like, gelato's not vegan. And he's like, milk and egg, bitch. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So, everybody knows that fucking ice cream comes from cows. It's ice cream. Right, and then he didn't realize it was, he didn't realize it? So, yeah. So, apparently, he got really upset and and is, like, trying to sue Pizza Hut because he asked for ice cream and he got ice cream. But he, <laughs> he asked for it, he got it, and now I'm suing you. Because he didn't realize that ice cream wasn't vegan. Well, isn't that, um, you're fucking bad, motherfucker? Like, you're the vegan, shouldn't you fucking know? Right. Why is it Pizza Hut's problem that you don't understand what your own fucking thing is? Like Because it's just how vegans work. Oh, and <laughs> because that's how vegans work. Oh my god, don't look, do that. People are going to start I writing. I don't have a problem with vegans, but don't look at me like I'm the worst person in the world when I'm eating a giant turkey leg. Like... <laughs> That's, that's <laughs> when I'm at the fucking, Renaissance, I will do as Renaissance people do, and I'm right. going to eat that giant fucking turkey That's leg. my fucking happy place. <laughs> and you go over there and eat the grass with the horses. And I'll see you when you're done. Which, by the way, you're just stealing other animals' food. 
I don't I think that's how that works. Shit. By the way, after this, Danielle <laughs> and I are going to lunch at some place called Roots Cafe, where I'm sure it's nothing but hippie shit, but I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> you know what? It's called Roots Natural Kitchen. It's on Main Street, and it's like bowls, and it's like rice, um, avocado, cilantro, um, red onions. But, well, there's a couple. You can, you can pick out, like, the bowls. It's kind of like when you go to Moe's, and Is then you can meat? pick out the thing. There's like, yeah, you can have, like, chicken or tofu. I said, is there meat? And you said tofu. Well, I mean, that's their protein. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, right? Tofu's not meat. Um, but Which yeah, if chicken. I go there and I can't get chicken? No, it's chi- <laughs> I go there because that's what I get. It's chicken, but it's really yummy. And I forget. I think I get the El Jefe. <laughs> it's called the El Jefe. <laughs> anyway. Jefe. Anyway, this guy. People. And we're back. <laughs> you need to just do your research. If you're going to be vegan. And it says he wasn't vegan for that long. But you're That's vegan. why. But you can't fucking sue people because you're an idiot. Right. You, you can't don't know sue your people shit. because you ordered something, got what you ordered, and got good customer service, and then was like, <laughs> oh my god, milk and eggs, bitch, you have lost your vegan's powers. Well, apparently, they have militant vegans. Militant vegans. Those and maybe the that's ones, what the ones we're worried about because they're kind of the like the ultra fat. You want to hit in the head with the turkey leg you're eating. Yeah. So, militant vegans block off the meat aisle in a supermarket again. And sing, give life a chance. But most shoppers just ignore them as they pick up steak and sausages for dinner. <laughs> it's like, well, shit. I don't know. It's like footage of the incident shows supermarket staff telling the group they need to leave or the police will be called. Some shoppers are seen ignoring the protest as they pick up steak and sausages from the meat section while others take flowers from the activists. As they slowly march in unison out of the store, they can be heard singing, give life a chance. The same group took part in a similar protest in Auckland just days earlier. And they have little signs that says, be kind, be vegan. I don't want to hear the, you know, how can you eat something with a face? You know, we are here to peacefully mourn the victims of the meat trade that lay resting in the chiller department of this supermarket. We could not stop them from being born to be slaughtered and eaten, so now we are here to pay our respects in the only place that we have access to, their dead bodies. We who stand here... Morning, knowing that we do not need to eat the flesh of other beings to survive. We bring with us a song of hope and, cha- and change for the future that lays ahead. Do you know how many people die because of cows every year? What, you mean like if they get out of their yard, you they hit them with your get, car? <laughs> people who hit them with their car on accident. <laughs> people who cows get trampled. Little redneck boys that think it's funny to tip cows and they tip the wrong way and they... <laughs> Yeah, so really, it's cow's problem. We're just doing, you know, right, by us like, eating them, we're cows we're are irresponsible. <laughs> so really, at the end of the day, we're just doing our part. Right, and chickens are gross. But well, chickens too. They stink. They poop on things. Like they they need to be eaten. It's their way of showing the world that they appreciate us. Well, some people said, "Get out of my face! I'm disgusted. You guys are even here in my supermarket when I'm buying my food. You disgust me." One shopper said. Another furious woman lashed out at the vegans after she was filmed by Miss Rippin, whoever the fuck that is. Take your camera off me. I'm doing my fucking shopping, she said. Well, yeah. <laughs> was that me? Did they catch me on camera? It's not, I think, you know, like, Looking people homeless? eat meat. People eat meat. People suck dick. It's a thing. Like, oh, my God. How does, how are you going to talk about fucking meat. dick? Me and me. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what does he say? I'm doing my shopping, lady. Unless you're going to pay for my shopping, you can fuck off. Look, vegans don't even wear, like, leather products, and I'm sorry, I need a good pair of leather boots. I can't yeah. wait till my calves are skinny enough to where I can get a pair of knee-high boots. You're like, very close, because you're a, very skinny. It's a goal, people. Knee-high boots. It's an boots. NSV. It's an NSV. That's a non-scale victory. 
for all you people that aren't in the know. I had an on-scale victory the other day with a sexy bra. I was feeling myself. Like, literally. Like, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this fits. <laughs> I kept touching it. It was it was a little inappropriate. I was at a funeral. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that at a funeral. Yeah, I was feeling myself at a funeral. I was kidding. Are you kidding? No, because it was before the funeral. It right? was after. It was I, after? Oh, okay. I was okay. feeling myself. I was at karaoke at that time, and I was like, Lori, look at my bra. Oh, my God. I guess you're like, I was at a funeral and I was feeling myself. Lori's like, good for you. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of us growing up in Glasgow Trailer Court, so they found a peeping Tom, finally. I guess he was running around all the trailers, just staring in at all the trailer park girls, and they finally caught him, and it said it investigate, well, this is say something about investigating, um, what the hell, why do they always change it? Like, you go into their thing and they change their fucking headline, but... They caught him in the, you know, the Glacier Trailer Court peeping Tom. And, like, there was a picture of him. And I'm like, oh, God, this guy looks Do you know who, start, who usually start out by being peeping Tom? Who? Serial killers. Oh, my God. We probably caught something. We pro- They probably caught something and nipped it right in the bud. We probably did. Well, it says, during the month of no- September 2019, officers from the Newcastle County Division of Police were dispatched to multiple trespassing complaints that it indicated that a peeping Tom was in the area. All these, oh, incidents occur- all these incidents occurred within the community of Glasgow Trailer Court. Detectives from the Newcastle County Division, blah, 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 ended up arresting 20-year-old Michael Blanco, who was responsible for these incidents. You know he didn't go next door to the mine. He got caught looking at somebody's window in the mine. He would have got shot. Oh, yeah. If he would have went to the mine, that would have been bad. But it says, Michael Blanco was arrested last Thursday and was charged with two counts of misdemeanor trespassing with intent to peer. Wow, that's interesting. There's an intent to peer. Like, imagine, like, all these girls that are, like, losing their shit over their boyfriends or something, and then, you know, they could be arrested with intent to peer or whatever. That's crazy. One count of misdemeanor resisting arrest, one charge of misdemeanor criminal trespass, two charges of criminal trespass, third, and one charge of loitering. Kind of looks a little little odd. He looks a little odd. He's got, like, one ear that's, like, stuck out. Oh, he looks like a baby. He is. He's only 20 years old, but, like, one ear is, like, kind of back on his head, and then the other one's kind of like, hello, dumbo ear. It's probably some kid that is like, I need to see a real woman. I'm tired of I want to see a real girl. <laughs> That's, like, kind of crazy, though. But, um, can we talk about kid things real quick? Because this is, like, so fucking we funny. We can talk about kid things. Can we talk about kid things? All right, so... Somebody posted, like, a screenshot of some something that somebody posted on Twitter. And I can't get into Twitter. There's just too much happening with Twitter. I can't do it. I don't do Twitter anyway. I'm That's like, where Trump finds you. <laughs> That's where Trump finds you? <laughs> well, I feel like I've always been a Facebook person. I'm kind of, like, I'm trying to start dabbling in Instagram because of the podcast and everything. But even that feels too much for I me. have, like, nothing on my Instagram but one per- one freaking, like, picture. And there's, like, 12 people following me already. Yeah? <laughs> I'm like, yay, Instagram. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, this guy says... Uh, his name was Hen Pectel. If anybody wants to find him on Twitter, again, Hen Pectel. So, you can say please and thank you a million times, and your toddler will never repeat it. But if you say, ass face motherfucker, just once. It's so true. It really is. So, it reminded me of <laughs> Christopher's Little. I would always go everywhere with him because he's the chillest kid. He never cried. I could just take him everywhere with me. And he did go everywhere with me. And for the longest time, I just didn't realize I should probably watch my mouth because why should you as a good parent? Okay, really? I mean, because that's what good parents do. I didn't well, filter Katie from anything. I, I know, but I mean, it's like when they're little like that, you know, you would think that, you know, you would probably filter a little bit at least. So speed up to we're driving down the road with my mom 
And we get stuck behind somebody who doesn't realize they can make a right on red. Like, you don't need to wait. You can go. And all of a sudden, out of the back seat, Christopher, little tiny baby Christopher, who's like probably almost two years old, goes, move, bitch. Ah! And my mom was like, oh, looked right at me and was like, you did this. You did this to him. I'm like, I did do this to him. But I'm like in between sobbing because I'm hilariously crying and trying very hard not to pee my pants at this point because <laughs> it was so fucking funny that he did it. I mean, literally so loud. Move, bitch. Like, I mean, it was so clear. He could probably say five words, but six and seven was move, bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when we were riding around with Ron, we were in Wilmington or something, and um, there was this road that was under construction it was very rocky and bumpy right and when ron went over it and the jeep katie got all excited was like again again so he went around the block like three or four times just to hear oh really and then as we were leaving and we were going out of wilmington somebody cut ron off on the off-ramp and he says it's an older person he goes oh my god get in the box say in the box get in the box he's basically telling this old person to to die Get in the box. Oh, I didn't even get that. Get in the... Oh, damn. All right, Ron. So Katie and I are at the grocery store two days later, and I'm (laughs) pushing her in the cart, and this older lady is taking a long time, and and I guess Katie sensed that I was frustrated. She turned around, and she looked at this lady. She's like, get in the box! Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, I am going to get this box, and I grabbed the box of, like, Wheaties or something off this freaking shelf, and I was like... You're like, let me grab this box over here so people think that that's what it, this really was. I had oh to, God. like, cover it up, but I'm like, child. And then little Nikki up at my sister's, you know how my sister has the big August birthday party? Right. At her house. Well, Nikki and Megan were there. Um, our friend, My friend Megan, who had the baby, didn't know she was pregnant. Right. So mm. Nikki is very animated, and he told his mom, could you shut the fucking door? <gasps> oh, my God, Really? And what did, she, what did she say? She was like, what did you say? And he was like, shut the door. And she just, she said, Jamie, I had to ignore it. She was like, but it, he used it in the correct context, and I was kind of proud. <laughs> I was kind of proud of him, but at the same time. Right. So your friend that didn't know that uh, this is also in Delaware. So Delaware was close to Florida this week, I feel like. You know what? Delaware was coming up like Florida's ass end. You know what I mean? On the turnpike. So, Delaware needs to get in the box, apparently, because they were getting ready to cut Florida right off on the freeway by this one. Delaware woman who didn't know she was pregnant gives birth in bathroom. So, this was on Fox 29 Philadelphia, and it was posted on September 11th, and says a Delaware woman who thought she couldn't have children says she unexpectedly gave birth in the bathroom without showing any symptoms before delivering. I've been trying for years. Nothing came out of it, so I was like, I'm 37 now. It is what it is. Carla Calazzo told Fox 29's Joyce Evans. How it happened has forged a lifelong emotional bond between Carla and Alexandra Santos. So said it happened so fast, everything just came out. So now she has a placenta in her hand, and I have a baby in my hand. She's freaking out. I'm telling her that we have a baby. We have to save her. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, this is just nuts. And she's like, I was in shock. I was just in shock. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. You're just driving down the road, and all of a sudden your baby fucking falls out your badge. Yeah, I guess so. Like, could you even imagine? Like, I mean, what the actual fuck? I would flip out. I, I can't imagine. I just don't even know what to say. I, I didn't, you, it, congratulations. She said she thought nothing of her swollen ankles because she works on her feet for hours. Yeah, makes sense. She had taken pregnancy tests a few times, but all came out negative and she didn't gain any weight. No, Megan did 
was losing weight. Well, that's because she had that surgery done. But the baby's so cute. Look at the little baby with his little head on his big fan. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, and I named her Amora. So, she's so cute. But I'm just like, oh, my God. They fascinate me. These, these types of things. I don't know why. They just fascinate me. I just love them to death. So, speaking of kids and rescuing them, um, this is from Daily Mail online. Um, and it says, Texas cheerleader 17 jumps off of her homecoming parade float to save a choking toddler in the crowd. Aww. A Texas high school cheerleader is being praised for her quick actions <clears throat> to save a little boy's life. Tyra Winners. Congratulations, Tyra Winners. You're a good person. Good home training. And she's adorable, too. And she's, she's so like, cute. super cute. Um, she's 17, and she was sitting on the float waving at the crowd during her school's homecoming parade when she heard a woman call for help. Tyra noticed the toddler in his mo her mother's arms who was choking on a piece of candy. She jumped off her float and performed the Heimlich maneuver on the toddler who spat up the food. The youngster's name was Clark and was able to breathe once again after Tyra's actions. Wow. Tyra Winters, a 17-year-old student from Walkwell High School near Dallas, Texas, explained how she was on the school's float with her cheerleading squad and the, and the football team when she heard the murmurs and the, and the, the murmurs that the child was choking in the crowd. She scanned the spectators and managed to pick out the little boy whose face was turning super, super red. Um, so, yeah. Good for her. Way to go. That is amazing. I love feel-good stories like that. Like, I do, too. And it's selfless. And look how freaking pretty she is. She is stunning. Like, she really is. She just looks like she's one of those people that are just, like, naturally happy. <clears throat> and look how cute he is. I know. Look at his little, little redhead. Little, little ginger. ginger. <laughs> So I, I guess she, she got a couple of awards <clears throat> from like the state and things like that. Um, Good for her. Yeah, I think that is freaking amazing what people will do to save the life of a child. Even though Casey Anthony, who's thirty three, is worried that her window for having another child is closed. Bitch, it is not closed. It is closed. Nails. Painted. Set on fire. Set on fire. The other half of that house has been burned down. You right. have nothing to go to. You <laughs> shouldn't have a child. What What bothers me is what man looks at Casey Anthony and is like, I want her to have my babies. Um. Well, I mean, you look at it this way. Um. Look at the women who were like, you know, falling in love with Chris Watts who's in fucking prison and they want to have him. Same goddamn difference, I would think. Right. Although they did say she's kind of very manipulating. I mean, you know, she's a pretty girl, thin, manipulating, you know, that whole kind of thing. There are red they, they talked about that. Like, but, oh, no, total red flags. But I don't know about you. You've met people that you're like, I should not fuck him. Look at all the red flags. And instead, you're like, let me just gather them all up. I'm going to throw them over there. I'm going to fuck him anyway. Tell me you didn't do that shit. I mean, That's what he's doing. Yeah, but I don't She's got a red flag on top of her head, and he's, like, just looking at it going, you look so good in red. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's going to get pregnant and have the baby, and then somebody is... That's, oh, yeah. Somebody's going to kidnap somebody's that baby. Somebody's going to kill her. Or kill her. One or the other. Kill right. her first. Somebody's going to wait for her to have that mm -hmm. baby and kidnap her and then kill her. And that baby is going to, like, we'll never know what happened to Casey Anthony's baby because people are so scared that she's going to pull another Oh, uh, yeah. She, and, I mean, if there's a most hated woman in, in here, it's her. Right. And I but just... You know, like, I don't know how I feel about that, though, because the article itself said a source close to her saying that. It's not her saying it. It's a source close to her. And everybody knows that anything that you say about her is going to spark interest. It's going to spark talking. It's going to spark likes and all that kind of stuff. It's going to push you up. So it's easy to be like a store's close to her. I mean, we don't know if she's really saying that or not. I hope she's not. No, I mean, obviously I hope too. But I'm always very like, me. I don't know about those articles when they're like a source, clo a source close to her. Well, who's the source then? Come on up then, honey. Let's see what your face looks like. 
come out of the shadows talking all that shit, trying to get everybody wound up. Look at us wound up over the fact that she might have another baby. And this little source is like, <laughs> I did what I wanted to do. Did, wow. you, did you watch that trial? Like, I've never been so disgusted. And I was addicted. Oh, God, yeah. I, I was, was addicted, addicted to it. I watched every single fucking moment of it. Yeah. I, I didn't like, tape it, but, like, every time I would be home and I could watch it, I would watch it. And then anything I missed, I'd have to call my mom because my mom was, like, totally on top of watching everything. Yeah, that was just absolute craziness. It was a spectacle to be beheld, like, beheld, like, back yeah. then. And actually, I think the only thing that comes close to it was the OJ trial. Yeah, and she, apparently, somebody posted an article a couple weeks ago, I think, um, little Kaylee... Anthony would have been like 13 or something. Yeah, like I know. I was like, that's birthday. so freaking nuts. I can't even like imagine. Oh, we're, we got to move on. Bye. Oh, no. Well, we can talk about this substitute teacher who was arrested for downing four vodka shots during class. Teachers are downing vodka shots because your kids are assholes. Well, and this was a substitute teacher. So this was on oh, Rare. Oh, she just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. So this was on uh, Rare.us because I think you and I, we've talked about a couple things from there. And um, it was actually from April 16th, and I just saw it. And I think it's starting to finally, like, remake its rounds around, so if we missed it the first time. But it's a substitute teacher in Kentucky. Has oh. been arrested. Hello, Kentuckians. Hi, Candy, Ryan, Joe, and Uncle Ronnie, and Aunt Rhonda, and Robin. All my family in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> they all have, like, you know, Rhonda Joe no, names but now. I, no, it's like, but no. there's, like, Candace Ann and Ronnie Candace Joe. Candace Ann and Ronnie Joe. My Aunt Paula. Oh, my God. Well, it says she's been arrested for allegedly endangering middle school students by teaching while drunk. Yes, forget drinking and driving. Now it's drinking and teaching. This according to 32-year-old Brooke Ellen West, who I want to say was having a very harsh morning. I'd say so, too, because I don't know. I don't know how I would feel if I had to go to a school. I mean. Well, it was middle school, too. They're little fuckers. If you have vodka in your purse, you may have a drinking problem. Yeah, I know. Well, her name was Brooke Ellen West, 32, was arrested Monday. She admitted to authorities she took four vodka shots <laughs> around 11 a.m. Yeah. Authorities stated West's breathalyzer test revealed a blood alcohol content level of 0.317. She was fogged up. Uh, 0.317. Legal limit in Delaware is 0.08. It used to be 0.1. Point three once she was fucking knackered. She was like, "Hey, hell, guys, let me get on this pole, and all these kids could just give me pencils <laughs> in my bra." She was ready to fucking pole dance for them little fucking kids. She was probably like, "Watch this movie. <laughs> Watch this movie, girls and boys. And here, here's my bra. I just put my bra on." Uh, I don't think she took off her bra. Would <laughs> you imagine though? But, yeah, I guess uh, the alcohol level in Kentucky also is .08. So, oh, yeah. Three vodka shots tore her a new asshole. Well, she probably took them on her lunch break. It was one after another. <laughs> another, another. <laughs> it wasn't her lunch break. It was, like, right in front of them. It says, honestly, I really can't see the reason behind her drinking vodka shots at 11 in the morning. You mean besides the fact that she's a substitute middle school teacher in middle school in Kentucky? Yeah, her life's probably going nowhere. Could it be that she just couldn't stand the children anymore, so she needed to resort to alcohol? Maybe. If so, those children must be wild. That's what I'm thinking. It's not even just that it's really Kentucky. It's the fact that it's middle school kids, and they're fucking nuts. I would rather be an elementary school teacher all day long, because once you get into, like, middle school and high school, you can just fucking forget it. They're assholes. Middle school kids are worse than high school kids, I think. Because high school kids, if you just let them do their thing and mind their own business, like, they're not as bad. But middle school kids... Middle school kids are the worst. 
Yeah, I think middle school because they're like just starting to get their like hormones or just right. starting to flip. When Katie was in middle yeah. school, I wanted to set her on fire on more than one occasion. Like, <laughs> I wanted to set her on fire. We probably should just make a little announcement too because we're like, people, beat your kids. We don't really mean beat your kids because I'm just waiting. Oh, There's, I do. No, you don't. You do. don't mean beat your kids. I beat do. is a little strong. Smack the fuck out of those little shits. I do. I, I tell Carrie all the time, your kids are bad because you never beat them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think we really just mean old school swift discipline, maybe. I don't feel like beating your child just sends the wrong message. Like, I don't mean beating to, is like abusive. I don't mean like fuck them up. Like, <laughs> mildly, mildly fuck them up. A little smack. But I mean, like, if they look at you and like, fuck you, mom, smack them in the mouth. Like, a little backhand to the mouth is not going to kill them. Because all I can think of is, like, we're going to start getting, like, reviews at some point, and people are going to be like, they are the worst. They, they, what do they call it? They advocate for beating their children. They're abusers. And they hate vegans. And they hate vegans. <laughs> and vac- and vaxxers. And anti-vaxxers. It's okay. It's okay, because haters make us famous, love. I don't know if I want to be famous for beating our kids. They'll be like, these bitches think you should beat your kids. Speaking of haters. Okay. So, you know, my biggest hater of all, the one that sent the little, um, so I have a hater, y'all. We're going to just say LM. (laughs) And we're we're just going to say, that's what we're going to call her. We're going to call her my hater. And before my surgery, she had posted something on Instagram or Facebook that wasn't flattering with a piggy filter on and said some very mean things. And I didn't think much of it. I was like, whatever. So she was out at the bar on Friday You did night. think a little bit about it. You I, were, like, really some... upset. Because it was like she was being a real dick, and she started it for no goddamn right. reason. Like, and then Carrie got her pretty good, because Carrie came back and had something nasty to say to her. With, don't fuck with my, my big sister. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> Carrie will let you know about Carrie yourself. Carrie will let you know about yourself. But anyway, um, she was at the bar on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I've lost like 40 pounds, people. And I have to say that I look fucking sexy. You do. You're like super skinny. So. Slutty Halloween is on its way. Everybody was very noticing of my weight loss and telling me how amazing I looked and all that. And every time somebody told me how amazing I looked, she cringed a little bit. It was amazing. And it was the best revenge ever. <laughs> it was amazing. And my love, Paco always tells me, baby, the haters will make you famous. And that is my advice to you people. Don't play into the hatred. Let them make you famous. There you go. There's always because that. Because karma is a bitch. It is, though. I mean, especially when everybody's like, you look so good. You look amazing. Come here. Let's talk about you. And she's like, nah, I'm going to be over here in my corner. Mwah. I hate that Jamie's so sexy. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So, you were talking about the guy who, or, like, the young kid who's now suing Pizza Hut over ice cream. This is fantastic-rooney. I've been waiting to talk about this one. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I really wish I could do something with this. Like, immediately. So, this is from the Gailey Grind. (laughs) The Gailey Grind. That's fucking amazing. But anyway, so this is posted on October 3rd, so it's very recent. It says, man sues Apple after he says his iPhone manipulatively, in quotes, turned him gay. Some Apple products, people. I'm (laughs) like, what the fuck? So it says the Moscow Times, okay, so he's a Russian, reports that a man identified in court papers as D. Razumilov says that he became mired in same-sex relationships this summer after receiving 69 gay coins 
on a cryptocurrency payment app he downloaded onto his iPhone in 2017. The unknown sender reportedly included an English language message that Razumalov interpreted as, don't judge without trying. I thought, no, this is him speaking, by the way, I thought. Indeed, how can I judge something without trying it and decided to try same-sex relationships? He wrote in a complaint published by whoever on Wednesday. I can't read that. It's Gavorit Moskova or something. I could say after the passage of two months that I mired an intimacy with a member of my own sex and can't get out. <laughs> so, uh, is he upset that he's gay or is he upset because he's in a relationship he can't get out of? Well, here you go. Stand by. I have a steady boyfriend, and I don't know how to explain it to my parents. After receiving the aforementioned message, my life has changed for the worse and will never be normal again, he continued. Razumalov accepted Apple, accused Apple of manipulatively pushing me towards homosexuality, which caused him moral suffering and harm to mental health, according to the Moscow Times. His lawyer was serious when he told the AP that her client was scared and that he suffered said that Apple has a responsibility for their programs despite the alleged exchange taking place on a third-party app. The suit filed on September 20th is seeking more than $15,300 in damages. Okay. So, I don't even know where to start with that one. That is the craziest fucking thing I've read in a while. So this guy needs therapy. <laughs> he does need therapy. He also needs to come out of the closet because he, saw, he does have free will. And he yes. didn't have to be like, oh, look, there's a dick. I should put it in my mouth. Or my butt. Right. I should hump this. Right. I should hump this hard. So there has to be some type of curiosity. <laughs> yeah, it had to have already been there. It had to have already been there for him to be like, oh, that looks intriguing. I mean, that's so like saying Paco got it on his app, and Paco's like, Jamie, I'll be right back. i got to go try some dick in my ass real quick. Yeah, Because I saw happen. this. No, happen. it would never happen. But, I mean, it's kind of like along the same lines. If you take out, like, you know, anything else about it, like you're in closet, right. you're just a man that got a message, so and you have to go out there and do this it. this poor Russian man. <laughs> and, and homosexuality is is a thing in Russia, but it's still very scary in Russia. Um, is it? I mean, I don't know. Because, I well, mean, Russia is still very... Is it very democratic? It's pretty no, democratic it, now, isn't it? Yeah, but it's still very back in the... Back in the 50-ishes or whatever. Right. I, I, I can't speak um, on it to say that I know. So being gay and trying to tell your parents that you're gay is a scary thing. And this gentleman is older having to do it aside from, you know, younger. Right. And basically... He shouldn't sue Apple. He should get therapy and figure out a way to come out. Because what? that's yeah. where all his anxiety is coming from. Be who you are. Love who you want to love and be proud of it. You pull a Gloria Estefan. Be like, coming out of the dark. <laughs> Don't your rainbow freak flag and let it fly, fucker. I know. Well, I mean, I just, it's like, how can you say, I now have a steady boyfriend and I don't know how to tell it to my parents and then be like, I know. I'm going to blame this cryptocurrency and I'm going to file a lawsuit and the Law suit people on the other end, the court system is like, sounds perfect. We'll see you in October to go over this. Like, who oh, lets people even do that? some lawyer trying to get famous. That's what it is. And it's some man that's just out of his fucking mind. Needs well, it, it made it to the Gailey Grind. I mean, making it to the Gailey Grind, it's a, big, it's a big deal. I don't know. Like, is the Gailey Grind really big? I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, it's not something I normally listen to or watch or whatever. Know. But somebody else had, what did somebody else sued? somebody for something i can't remember what the hell it was it was so stupid it's gonna i'm gonna end up seeing it again but it was just like the stupidest shit and it's like how do people how do people even be allowed 
how are people allowed to even bring that nonsense to the like why are they just thrown out immediately or do they have to have a hearing first and then the judge hears it and then he throws that bullshit out i don't know how like, do they all have work. to come or does somebody choose if you're allowed to do that? i guess they would all have to be listened to it's kind of like remember when the um i think it was like years and years and years ago when inmates at prisons started suing the prison system over peanut butter because they wanted like chunky or whatever, so they sued it for violation of their silver 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 rights. Their silver rights, civil rights. I don't know. On a on a brighter note, Ravens yeah. Ravens are kicking the Steelers' ass today. Today, how oh, are they playing? Seventeen to ten right now with uh, four minutes and thirty nine seconds remaining in the second half. So, um, <gasps> go Ravens! Oh my God, we gotta talk about dumb ass fucking people. We don't really have anything from Florida this week, do we? <laughs> Poor Floridians. We love you guys in Florida, actually. I want to live in Florida well, one day. It's Casey Anthony's from Florida, but I well, have that that one. Yeah. and now I can't find it. Well, how about this woman? Okay, so this is like a Darwin Award if there isn't a Darwin Award for anything else. It's got to be for this woman. So, it, again, from Fox 29 Philadelphia, they published on their website that woman arrested after asking sheriff's office to test her meth for purity, officials say. So, literally, this woman... An Alabama woman was arrested on drug charges Wednesday after she asked Sarah's deputies to test her methamphetamine for purity. Jennifer Colleen Hall of Tony, Alabama, was taken into custody after calling law, law enforcement dispatch, according to the news courier. She was trying to be safe. She, they told, she, <laughs> the, spokespro, the spokesman, Stephen Young, told the newspaper that the woman pulled a bag containing methamphetamine from baby wipes container when deputies arrived and said, I want this dope tested. She said she believed that it had been tainted with another drug. Deputies also told the source that Hall was worried that the methamphetamine was unsafe, prompting her to call the sheriff's office. Um, regardless of what meth is cut with, people, it's still unsafe. It's still fucking meth. But how are you going to call them and be like, I'm scared to take this shit. Can you test it first before I do anything with it? That's because she's already completely methed out of her head and fried her complete fucking brain. But she's like, I don't want to die. So let me check this meth before I do it. And let me call 911 to be sure. But meth can kill you anyway. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I wonder how old she is because she looks old as fuck. Oh, she's 48. And she looks like she's in her 60s. Look at her. That's because meth is so bad. I know, but look at her. I mean, she looks kind of bad. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I'm kind of at that age. So I'm I'm 42 and I still look pretty decent. And you do too. Like, you don't have wrinkles and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, what if we just wake up finally like, Boom, today's the day that we start getting wrinkles and we look different and we're old. I mean, you ever thought about that? It's going to happen. I mean, I know it's going to happen, but I it's just... I don't want to talk about it, though, because I'll be so sad. I, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for Botox. I'm not ready for Botox. I don't want to put nothing in my face. Speaking of uh, Darwinism and, <laughs> and ways to die. <laughs> and ways to die, okay. So, um, I'm looking at <laughs> this news.avclub.com. And the <laughs> there is <laughs> the headline backs me up. The floating t- this t- floating tent offers you a cool new way to dial die wife while camping. <laughs> we all know how Jamie feels about camping. We talk about it all the time. So apparently it's this nature. company ew this company has made a tent that is on a raft, and you get in it, you zip it up, you go to sleep, and you just let the river take you. Wherever it's going to take you. Wherever it's going to take you. And Does it come with an anchor? I mean, because what if you don't want to just, flo- what if you don't want to float down there? You just want to be on the water. 
Um, I mean, can you get this an is anchor? A particular, this is a particular genre of internet video dedicated to breathlessly showcasing products so stupid that they surely make it <laughs> they must make it intentional. Perhaps you recall the pause pod, a miniature tent that allows you to nap on the floor at work. <laughs> it's called a pause pod? Yeah, so apparently it's, I don't know, this is Mashable? The, co- the company that makes the tent is called Mashable? Why camp by a river when you can camp on one? And there's a little video of this tent going down the river and somebody just sleeping in it. Like, I feel like it's fine until no. there's rapids. <clears throat> yeah, but then you end up somewhere and it's like, how are you going to get back to your car? How are you going to survive if that thing flips and you're dead asleep in it? That's what I'm saying. Maybe it comes with an anchor or something. I mean, I'm sure Maybe, it like, does. float out there and, like, you know. It says, yes, at long last you can now live out your dream of falling asleep while you lazily drift down a river. Hit a sharp submerged stick and wake up in total darkness as cool refreshing water rushes into your tent and a high quality nylon body body bag slowly entombs you and pulls you down where the rescue divers will recover your waterlogged fish eaten corpse. Oh my god. 70% of the earth is covered with water now you can camp on it declares the copy the copy on manufacturing Smithley's website implying that in addition to rivers, this tent can also be used in, say, the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Why camp by the river when you can camp on? Mashable's tweet asks a question which Twitter's users have no shortage of answers. And oh unfortunately, my God. I can't see the Twitter comments. He he died. He died like he lived, drifting aimlessly wherever the current took him. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't uh. rich in love or friends, but he was rich enough. In cash to buy this overpriced floating death car. <laughs> so we beat on tents against the current born ceaselessly in the past. I don't know what that is. That's not even funny. Why is that even on there? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it has an anchor, which makes it perfectly suitable for lakes. See, that guy. His so name it is, does have an anchor? His, his name on on um, Twitter is Dank Buddha Stank. <laughs> Dat Buddha stank. Yes, and then he reiterates, "I mean, with an anchor, it would just be fine." Oh dear God! Because uh, I kind of feel the same way. If it had an anchor, I also feel like it'd be fine. I actually think it'd be really freaking cool. So I don't want to drift says, anywhere, though. I have a friend who regularly regularly saves drunk weekend tubers after they floated downstream into the Arizona desert. One girl told him she thought the river just circled around and you'd float back to your original spot. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> The one says, I'm wondering why it bothers rescuing rescuing them. Seems like part of the herd needs to be thinned. Also, it's hilarious. Thanks for sharing. (laughs) Oh, my God. He met a real dumb drunk girl who makes bad decisions. I'd steal her identity, yo. (laughs) What, if she had that? If she had that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can't. Oh, that that is a reply to the the guy's post about the girl who was like, it just comes back around. come back around you dumbass i really can't think of any scenario where this would work out did they do any product testing at all do you think the beta test response would be well that's just a nope (laughs) that's not gonna work out that's a whole lot of nope oh my god i don't know i kind of think it'd be cool if it has like an anchor the thing does does have d-rings for an anchor attachment it says it's also easy to pull the tent to structure the tent structure part uh, structure apart so you should be able to arise from it not sure I'd want to have to try and figure that out, though, while the water is filling the tent. 
<laughs> Everybody keeps thinking it's going to be this doomsday scenario where you're just going to sink in it and die. Right, and you I... You kind of would get entombed in those nylon tents, though. I'm with them. I'm with them. Like, whoever invented this is, like, evil, and whoever uses this, you're fucking stupid. Stay out of nature, people. We don't belong there. Gonna... Evolution is a thing. There's a reason that, you know, us as a as people was like, you know what? I'm sick of sleeping on this dirt. Let me build an encased, like a house. I don't know. I th- I like camping. Like, I think it's fun when you go camping with a bunch of people and have a fire and, you know, drink beer and get drunk and tell stories. I think that's fun. I if, know. I just lost, I lost. If we could do this. it in a cabin, I'd be okay with it. They have cabins in some places. I will camp in a cabin, but there's got to be things in the cabin. A, there's got to be a full functioning kitchen. B, a there, full functioning kitchen. You, you're not doing B, this right already. There has to you're be wrong already. a bathroom with running water and a shower. C. What if you have like shower place you can go to like a short no, walk? No, because that's gross. Because then you're showering. Otherwise, you're just going on vacation. That's no, not camping. Bath that's not camping, ogre. Shower bathhouse. A smell awful. B. They oh, there's always somebody taking a shit, no matter how late you try to shower. It is, and it's always like humid, and it like just lingers in the air. The awful. shit's always in the air. And you have to keep pushing that button to keep the water going. That's okay. How lazy are you? You can't push a fucking button, ho. I mean, you'll be like in the middle of the shit. You'll be like, nah, nah, and then the water will cut off, and then you gotta push that button, and, and then the water comes back on. La, and, la, la. and it's like every ten seconds you gotta push the button on. No. No, camping, unless there's a full-functioning kitchen and running water and a bathroom I can go take shit in, no. <laughs> I swear to God. Camping is disgusting. <laughs> and they're, it, and you always feel so dirty even when you're clean. I don't know. I think it's fun. Like, I, I did it one time. I was dating this guy a long time ago. His name was Charlie, and we went, you know, and did that for, like, a night or whatever with his friends. And that was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed that. So it was, like, wrong guy, but, like, great experience, if oh, that makes sense. And I definitely won't sleep in a tent. <laughs> Because no, it was fun sleeping in the I'm tent. I'm absolutely terrified of, like, if anything a, comes a into killer the tent. coming in through the woods and, like. Well, we were, I think, where were we at? We were at, like, it was, like, a campground. I mean, there was other people nearby. We had a campsite. So it was, I think like, I have something cool. called campophobia. You have nature phobia in general. So Nature's, that falls under the umbrella of nature phobia. Yeah. This, this time of year, I can handle nature because most of the bugs are dead. Well, now they're going to start dying. Yeah, they're going to go back to hell where and they belong. And bears are hibernating. Yeah. Oh, I know, but now I live where I live because I live across from, like, a large creek. And usually when you think of a creek, you think of this small little tiny thing. It's more like a river. Like, across the street over there, it's really wide. Like, it's a big-ass fucking river over there. Well, because we live there, I get snakes all the time. And I am deathly afraid of snakes. But when I first got here, like, in March, I think it was, like, April, April or May, like, when it started to become spring, they started hatching. And they would, like, sunbathe, like, right on the little step where you would open my back door off of my porch. And they would be, like, these little babies. Remember? I was like, what the actual fuck is happening? Oh, my God. And then, like, so somebody was like, oh, no, it's because they're from the river. And, like, they're just finding their place. They're, they'll make their way down. Leave them alone. And they're black snakes. They're really good for the environment, apparently. Because oh, I'm, okay. like, losing because my shit. everybody's always like, oh, snakes are so good for the environment. No, kill the danger noodles. No, I don't want to kill these guys. Because they're like, you'll have, you'll have mice and everything else. We don't have any of that. But... So it was like a week later I walk outside and I have a, I have a two-car garage. And on the two-car garage, it was just thousands and thousands and thousands of spiders. Like overnight, I went to bed. I know that it wasn't there. And then the next morning I come out and it was like fucking spiders everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm so glad that you've decided to tell that story because B and Paco were driving through there and he was like, oh, these are really nice houses. Now I know... 
that if we ever decide to upgrade a house to stay the fuck out of this neighborhood. Well, it's just this area right here. Because Taco has literally thing. not been in his backyard for 10 years because he saw a snake once. I know. So, and he doesn't like <laughs> spiders either. So, could you imagine yeah. him walking out back and just seeing, like, five or six snakes? He would lose his shit. My oh, yeah. There was not, two of them. There was two. My love is, like, no snakes. Well, I noticed they're starting to come back up now. They're trying to find their place to do whatever they're doing. Because the other day I went to let the dog out. And when I came back in, I happened to be on the phone with our boss, actually. <clears throat> so I'm talking to her. And I let Lainey in. And I happened to look over. And there was a fucking full-blown <clears throat> two-foot-long black snake just staring at me, wondering what I'm doing. And I'm looking at him going, what are you fucking doing in my backyard? So I'm like, great. Now they're back again. And I'm like, shit. And I have like, yeah. this little spot where like all the leaves are falling. And that's Guess where he's at. Back. Back, back again. Back again. Yeah, and I'm like, oh Snake my god. Is back. Just trying to be your friend. Well, you want to talk about things that are back again real quick? Yes. Okay, so I thought this was actually really interesting. It's <laughs> the headline is really fucking weird, but it's really kind of an interesting story. So this was from the Vintage News and it was published whenever the fuck it was. I don't even think they have a date on here. Or whatever, but it says a thirty-six thousand year the thirty-six thousand year old meat of a mummified bison was used for a stew. So I'm like, let me just click on that because that sounds like craziness. So I click on it, and apparently, like forever ago, like up in Alaska somewhere, this this bison went down. He must have been killed originally by like a lion, and then somehow he got in the ice and permafrost and all this stuff. Well, then he was found, and he's like really well preserved. Look at him. I mean, he looks like. Oh, wow. He looks like he just died. So he's really well preserved. And somehow they were like, all right, well, let's get him out of there. So they got him out and they were like, let's preserve him because, I mean, hello. I mean, it's really neat what he looks like. And so what they did was they pulled him out of the ice. They defaulted him. They actually got like the top people in the world, whoever do, what's it called when they like stuff animals? What do they call that? Taxidermy. Taxidermy. They got some of the best taxidermists that they have in the entire world to actually, you know, make sure that he's mummified properly so they can put him on or they can put him on display but before they did that they were able to get like blood samples out of him marrow samples out of him and they took some of his meat and they put it in stew and ate it as like a celebration i'm like what the actual fuck so apparently they they were longhorn creatures that went extinct some eight thousand years ago during the early period of the holocene the current geological epoch they gave rise to modern species of bison including the american bison so it was it was kind of interesting that they they found him and did all that, but I'm like, who in the actual hell is like, well, well I think it it'd be a good idea to eat him. Is, did it say that the meat was good? Actually, that's what I was kind of going back to. Guthrie and his team managed to melt the thick layer of ice and excavate the carcass, and they quickly realized that they encountered one of the most preserved specimens of bison ever found. And radiocarbon, you know, got him back to thirty six thousand years. Hold on, let's go back down. Taxidermy. Okay. So, in order to celebrate their success, Guthrie and his team decided to do something rather unorthodox. They removed some meat from the bison's neck and used it to prepare a stew. According to Guthrie, the meat was tough and somewhat hard to chew. Motherfucker, it's 36,000 years old, you fucking freak show. But also quite delicious, resembling ordinary beef. And they didn't know, and because they didn't experience nausea or got ill, that it was edible. <laughs> like, so that's how you figured it out. We didn't throw up or shit our pants or anything, so, so speaking, clear, we're good. Speaking of things that are perfectly reserved, did you see this mummified dinosaur that they dug up in Canada? I think I did see it. Like, it's been around for a little while. I think I did see it, but so not National recently. National Ge Geographic says that, known as a notosaur, 
This 110 million year old armored plant armored plant eater is the best preserved fossil of its kind ever found. Wow. And it's amazing how like it still has its eyeballs. Oh my god, really? A heavy so on the afternoon of March 21st, 2011, a heavy equipment operator named Sean Funk was carving his way through the earth, unaware that he would soon meet a dragon. That Monday, he had started he had started like any other at the Millennium Mind mine a vast pit some 17 miles north of fort mcmurray that's in alberta canada Mm -hmm. um so he's just doing his excavation job and then boom a dragon up comes a dragon and And he kind of does look like a dragon and he's he's perfectly preserved and it's crazy they had a close-up of his eye um Oh, to actually see what his eyeball looked like, you mean? Yeah. And there's some videos. If you go on National Geographic, there's some videos of it. Oh, no, there. that was one from 2011. This one is a newly discovered dinosaur. And he, it's a theropod. And it was found in Brazil. And it's mummified. That's, like, so fascinating. I always try to think about what it must have been like back then. You know what I mean? Because we see it now. Like, could you imagine if, like, all of a sudden you just popped up from a different era and you're here and you're like what the hell right i want to there okay like look look at this thing like look at its eye oh wow like it really does look like a fucking dragon though yeah it's crazy how well these dinosaurs are and they were they weren't broken in half or nothing like all one piece huh so if you guys get a chance, if you like dinosaurs, like everybody does, I know I love dinosaurs. Um, go ahead and look it up on National Geographic and check it out because it is fascinating in my book, anyway. It See, really I don't hate nature. I'm fascinated by nature. That's because nature. That was like millions of years ago. Nature that you didn't have to interact with. Stop it. I would have totally had a dinosaur farm. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. I would have. Why would you have a dinosaur farm? I would have a dino- If I was a caveman, I would have totally had a dinosaur farm, and I would have been like, <laughs> riding, be like I'm hoeing out these dinosaurs, riding around on a triceratops. You would not have. They would eat you. Triceratopses are omnivores. They only eat grass and plants. Yeah, that's true. They were on. Like I'm not okay. fucking with T Rexes. Like I know better. <laughs> You're just gonna hold on to like their horns or right, like that little that, giant that plate. thing that plate they have on the back of their head. You're gonna hold on to it. Yeah. Out. What are you going to do? Like, mush? No. Like that? Like I'm Alaskan sure, dog sled? I'm sure if you just gave it a little nudge like you do a horse with your heel, it'd take off. Yeah, that makes sense. And but these dinosaurs are horses. Sure. You just stir it with the plate. <laughs> Smiley, this is what goes through my head. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so fucked up. Well, you know, a couple of podcasts ago, like I always, or actually last podcast, we talked about stupid-ass women. Oh, yeah. Like writing into Chris Watts, and then before that, it was like the poor woman who went on a date with the guy who made her drive, and then made her go in and get like like made her go buy his whatever, and then stole her car, and then went out on a date with her goddaughter, and then went out on a date with her goddaughter. So this is groom sexually assaulted wife's bridesmaid before wedding. Police say so. This came up on ABC thirteen, and it's I guess it's like their website out of like Pennsylvania somewhere, and it's, so this just came in. Like I just got this today. And it's Smithfield Township, Pennsylvania. Hi, Pennsylvania. So a groom has been charged with allegedly sexually assaulting his then fiance's bridesmaid. The assault happened while the wedding party was preparing for the celebration at a resort on August 30th. 
the bridesmaid says they were all drinking two days before the wedding. She blacked out. And when she woke up, she says her clothes were removed and Daniel Carney was fondling her. Police say a review of surveillance video from the resort shows Carney pulling the woman into the locker room and she appeared to be extremely unsteady on her feet. According to police, the assault stopped when the bride caught him, but the wedding still went on. Police say the groom admitted to taking advantage of the bridesmaid. Court documents show investigators listened in on a call between Carney and his accuser. They say during the call, he repeatedly told her he was sorry, specifically saying it was his fault several times. So they charged him with a whole bunch of fucking shit. But this fucking bride caught him and, and still, still married him. him. Well, she was probably like, here we are at a resort. I spent all this money. He didn't mean to. He was drunk. That's the type of bitch that had that to is. have been. That's the type of bitch that is. Like, I'm going to make an But he looks like him. such a sweet, like, hometown, like, corn-fed, like, I played football in, like, you know, Pennsylvania, like, right. Friday Night Lights. And, and looking with their dogs. Ted Bundy looked like he needed help loading things into his car. No, I know, I know, I know. I'm not, I just, it's, they look like the cutest little, like, waspy couple. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. Like, well, have you ever been one of those people you're like, you see people driving down the street in a car and you're like, I wonder what their life's like. I wonder what they're talking about. No. You've never done that ever? No. What? No. You've never wondered what it was like for somebody you don't know what their life is like, what their house might look like, what they go home to. No. No, I don't. You're weird then because everybody thinks weird. that. I you're just, a weirdo. Big fat weirdo. Look, my, <laughs> I am a privy to my sister and her husband Chris's marriage. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen it firsthand. I live with it. Like, nothing can get better than that. So. Well, no, I think just in general, it's just the genuine, gen, I want to say, like, the general curiosity, like, the human curiosity. Like, I said it to Jonathan the other day, and he was like, I think about it all the time. Like, wondering what other people would be like. I don't, I don't, I don't think like that. I just think, you know, we're here, we're where we need to be for a reason, and I, I don't really care what anybody does behind our closed doors. And I guess it's really weird like how do you not ever think random thoughts like that don't get me wrong like if i see somebody that's a hot mess at the bar i will compensate their life that i've never been a part of (laughs) like i will be like i woke up this morning and i thought these coochie cutter shorts and these fishnets and these bright red plat plat patent leather boots are gonna look fantastic on my 350 pound ass like like i'll compensate Yeah, like people who Oh, like that's what you're... Oh, like okay. I was like, thinking. what? You're not 350 pounds. I was so confused. Like, I'll... I got what you now. Like, me and Lori will do it. Like, like they we'll, shouldn't have that Right. On. Like, me and Lori will make fun of people and, like... You're so mean, but this is why you're still going to hell. You don't get to just do charity work and then be, like, above the poverty line Delaware hell. I'm, I'm, or that's... Or heaven. Right. I'm, I'm still going to go to heaven. That is still the funniest thing I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> Delaware just above the poverty line. That is what my level of heaven's going to be. If there has to be different levels of heaven, I'm going to that one. I'm just like... It's like, it's Brookside. <laughs> right. And I'm okay with that because I'm a Brookside girl. <laughs> I just... I'm like, that is just the funniest thing. I, I just I would never have thought of that. I don't need much in life. I don't need a giant mansion in heaven. I don't need, like, you know... All those things in my life. Just give me a house. Can we just talk about your sister, though, real quick? Which one? Kira and her husband, because they are literally couple fucking goals all day motherfucking long. They are. And it's kind of sad because there's yet another announcement. Like, my boyfriend and I, we are not together anymore. We broke up. And it's... Peace, Roger. Hey! (laughs) Don't don't be a dicklet. A dicklet. (laughs) A dicklet. Danielle's so devastated she's making up words. 
a dicklet. <laughs> I always do that though. I always make up words, but so we're not together anymore. And it's, it's sad because it's kind of, you know, it's recent and it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Bye. And then the other part, you're like, I'm so sad. I'm going to miss him so much. So dude, meanwhile, we're going to have a, a date Danielle contest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what made it worse was that I'm like, you know, crying into my pillow last night and scrolling through Facebook or whatever. And then like I'm all upset this morning. And then somebody posts like a picture of them, like all dressed up, super adorable. And they're singing at karaoke, the one that I want together. And I'm like, this is. A couple yeah, goals. They, went, they went to a murder mystery and they all dressed as clue characters and Kira was Miss Scarlet and Chris was Mr. White. Right. And that's why they were dressed like that. And But Kira, the fact that they did get dressed like that is amazing because Chris that is, is very, not something he would ever do Chris for me. Chris is very supportive of anything <laughs> Kira wants to do. Kira could quit her job tomorrow and be like, like they're talking about when they moved to Florida, Kira wants to go to special effects makeup school. Oh, okay. And she's very good at what she does. If you look mm-hmm. back in the zombie project, yeah, shows, I have, Kira's, yeah. Kira's always on point with the makeup. And Chris is like, sure, babe, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's just who he's always been. Now, mind you. Well, no, remember we went to the um, when we went to the concert this summer. He came too, and he wore a Debbie Gibson shirt for her. Like he, he didn't do that like, for her. He did that for him. Was it for him? But it was just so funny. It was like everybody had on like their little shirts from back in the day to like go, and like he just came. He was like, I don't care. I'm going. So I want to have a good time. And it wasn't like I mean I know like I, if I would have looked at Roger and been like you know are you going to go to this he'd be like uh yeah no I'll catch you on the next round you know what I right, mean right but when you were thinking about not going Paco was ready to take me I know but I was just like that would be it's just I don't know they're like total couple goals and I just have to point out that like sometimes it's you know it's hard to see that you know what I mean when you're going through your own breakup and you're thinking about like oh my god eventually I'm going to start Look, dating again it's hard to see that when you're not going through a breakup like they, I know. they are an amazing couple <laughs> makes my sister very happy and for that i love him but i love him because of who he is too like oh yeah he's super chill whatever like like chris will listen to our podcast yeah chris listens oh really and it's so funny because i'm like do you listen because we talk about chris all the time and she's like of course you talk about chris all the time of course you would well of course because it's like wow like they're just like they're like total couple goals but she's also a spool rotten little bitch like i literally have seen her come downstairs put her shoes on and go I didn't want these shoes. I wanted the other ones. And Chris will walk out of whatever he's doing, pick up her shoes, go upstairs, put those shoes back, and bring <laughs> down her the shoes that she wants. I don't know if I need that kind of goal. I don't know if I need that kind of support in my life. But every once in a while, it's kind of nice. But at the same time, if I were to go, I yeah. left this shoe upstairs, Chris would stop what he was doing and go up and get my shoes. Really? Because he's just that guy. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. I'd be like, oh, I don't want these shoes. And Roger would be like, well, go get the other, go get the other fucking pair. Come on. We got to go. Right. <laughs> and I'm fine with that, actually. Like, I, I don't forgot. need that kind of support. I forgot my not, but... upstairs yesterday before me and Paco went out and he was like, you better go walk the mile. Ah, <laughs> uh, go walk the mile. Like, go back and get he, it. He didn't at least, he never even asked. You want... Isn't that the hardest part about like when you get out of like a long relationship? And I'm like, I don't I don't want to be single. I know. You're not out of a I don't want to be single. Like, that's the fucking part. I don't want to be single. I want to be booed up. I have somebody that will boo you up and talk to you and all that. I'm I'm just waiting for you to be like, I'm ready. I don't think I'll be ready. Um, So, do you have anything else going on that you want to mention before we get off the podcast? That was, like, my mention. Is there anything that you want to mention? Because we talked about, you know, you've lost your almost 40 pounds now. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention before we sign off? 
Is there something I said I was going to mention? No, no, no. But usually at the beginning of it, we usually talk about like what we've been up to and what we did and things like that. So I didn't know if there was anything. We didn't do it this time. Then I'm I'm getting hungry, and Danielle and I are going going to to the hippie place. It's not a hippie place. It's called Ruth. All right, it's a little hippie. Get. We're gonna have hummus and and no, bread. I don't. They don't have I'm hummus there. I'm just kidding. But hummus what I, is fucking great. I asked though. this bitch if there was meat, and she was like, "There's meat, chicken and tofu." <laughs> That's their protein. I know. I'm sorry. That was so stupid. It's gonna that be tofu is not meat. It's gonna be a whole new experience. It's not. It's actually really good. I think you'll like it. But anyway, all right. So until next time. Until next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.